Hello everyone, I am so excited. Have you ever wondered how you could raise like real money? You know, I've met amazing people along the way doing this who've raised tons of money for their nonprofits and I have one on the show today. Amy Eisenstein is the CEO of Capital Campaign Toolkit and is a genuine, bona fide, certified expert in capital campaigns. You don't want to miss this episode. Welcome to the Your Mark on the World show with your champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. This episode is made possible via the support of our sponsors, including Johnson & Johnson's Caring Crowd. Amy, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Happy to be here. We're we're thrilled to have you. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your background and experience with capital campaigns. You kind of done it all and you've been at this for a while. I have been at this for a while. So I spent more than a decade as an in-house fundraiser. That means I was the primary fundraiser at organizations. I worked at a domestic violence shelter. I worked at Rutgers University during a big capital campaign and uh, an urban poverty think tank organization in Newark, New Jersey. Uh, For more than a decade now, I've been a consultant working with organizations on major gift fundraising and capital campaigns. Uh, I've written several books, but I'm really happy to be here today. Well, thank you, Amy. We are, again, thrilled to to have you. You had prepared for us today three tips to help us figure out how to do a capital campaign more successfully. I think your first tip was that you can raise major gifts without any new donors. Tell us how that works. Yeah. So frequently when organizations call me, nonprofit organizations reach out to me, they're looking for new donors. They want to know how to find major gift donors for their organization. And there's this myth that they think the donors are somewhere out there. If they just found the right donors out there, then they'd be able to raise major gifts or conduct a capital campaign. And that's simply not the way that fundraising works. What is the reality is that the major gift donors that are going to give to your organization are already part of your community, probably donors, existing donors, supporters of your organization. So it's up to organizations to look carefully through their current donor list and list of supporters to identify those people who would be interested and capable of giving significantly more. And every single time we've looked in a list, we've found them. And how do you spot them? As you go through those lists, what are the What are the clues that they may be able to step up a level? Yeah, so some of the things that we're looking for include loyalty giving. So uh, individuals who give year after year after year, sometimes at very low levels initially, $10 a year, $25 a year. And I always like to say that we have no idea if they could give more yet because we maybe haven't ever asked them for more. The organization's just mailed to them or emailed to them asking for a generic amount. So they just respond, what we do know about these donors is that they're extremely loyal to your organization. And very often when approached and asked, they can give significantly more. Um, Also, there are all sorts of tools and technology now that does something called a wealth screening 
And basically, you can run your donor list through a series of databases, and there's many companies that help you do this, to identify wealth indicators, assets, giving to other organizations, things like that. That is fascinating. I, I just, it's uh, really interesting that there, that there is all that information out there. That's really helpful to everyone <laughs> who's listening. Now, your second tip was that you don't need a capital campaign consultant for to have a successful campaign. Now, I find that to be an interesting tip given that, well, <laughs> you are a capital campaign consultant. <laughs> yeah, so, well, I would say that I was a capital campaign consultant somewhere in my former life. Um, now I am taking a new approach to capital campaigns. And it's true that in the past, Whenever an organization wanted to kickstart a capital campaign, the very first step would be to reach out to a capital campaign consultant. And the reason for this is that in most organizations, they're doing a capital campaign maybe once every 10 or 20 years. And that means that development staff or in-house staff don't have a lot of campaign experience, especially running an, a capital campaign from A to Z. They may have been at an organization for the beginning of a campaign or at the end of the campaign, um, but most in-house development staff don't have experience running campaigns, certainly not multiple campaigns. And so they need that outside help. But today, we want organizations to consider doing campaigns a different way, taking a different approach. And the, there's a couple of reasons. One is because there is so much information now available online to help you with a campaign. Now, I'm not saying that you won't need a consultant for any part of your campaign. You may need a consultant to help you with various aspects and pieces, but not certainly not from A to Z um, as they have in the past. You as the development staff or the executive director of your nonprofit know your community, your organization, the culture of your organization and your donors better than any outsider ever could. So at the Capital Campaign Toolkit, we want to put you in the driver's seat of your capital campaign, um, give you all the tools and resources which are available online, and uh, take a different approach to your capital campaign. Brilliant, brilliant. It's so, I think, comforting to organizations to think they won't have to spend a six-figure amount of money on uh, a a campaign consultant and instead can harness some uh, resources from you much more affordably. Um, now your third point, your third tip was that capital campaigns are the most effective way to transform an organization. Tell us about that. Yeah, so campaigns are opportunities for organizations to get to the next level at whatever they're doing. It's an opportunity for the community to really rally around your organization. It's an opportunity for the staff and board to come together like they don't do for any other annual fundraising effort. Um, it's a capital campaign should be used to really hone your message and 
spread the word about your organization, but also shore up your development efforts, your office infrastructure, um, and you should have a big vision, a big goal for your capital campaign, significantly bigger than anything you've ever raised before that will truly, truly transform your organization and make a difference in the community that you're serving like no other fundraising campaign can. So when your organization is ready to be transformed or take itself to the next level, a campaign is what you should be considering. Amy, what are you most proud of having accomplished across your long and storied career? Yeah. So I think for most of my consulting career up until recently, I've been helping organizations move from primarily focusing on grant writing and event planning into major gifts, into individual donors and building real relationships with individual donors who have the ability to make significant and meaningful gifts to those organizations that they care about. So I think I'm most proud about helping organizations get to the next level by identifying a whole swath of donors that they didn't even know they had. Um, so, but really sort of this capstone project that I've been working on for the last two years, the Capital Campaign Toolkit, I think is really gonna transform the way organizations can approach capital campaigns. They've never had the tools and resources to run a successful capital campaign in one area before. Um, so that's what I'm most proud of. Excellent. Amy, um, you have really, uh, you know, as we said, you know, you, you, you're the expert, you're the guru, but as you reflect back, what's the most surprising lesson you've learned over your career? Uh, that, that's a, that's a tough question. I think that nonprofits are hard. The issues that we're trying to solve in a nonprofit are some of the most challenging organizations that, uh, not organizations, sorry, issues, the most challenging issues that our world faces today. So nonprofits are trying to do things like clean the environment, end hunger and homelessness, cure diseases. Um, these are not simple or easy tasks to handle, and they're not quick fixes. And so it's frustrating work. Um, and I think that, that there are bumps along the way. And I think the important thing is that we hope donors will stick with us as we try and make mistakes along the way to tackle these huge issues. Well, that's that's a profound lesson. Now, Amy, as you reflect back on your career, uh, how and why, what drew you to the nonprofit world and fundraising? Uh, <laughs> this is kind of kind of a tough space, and frankly, a lot of people don't like it. I mean, especially the fundraising side of things. It's it kind of tough. It, it is tough, and I have to say, there's nothing that can alienate people at a cocktail party like saying you're a professional fundraiser, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
That being said, I frequently get asked when I say I'm a fundraiser, if I make cold calls, you know, I'm not doing telemarketing. Listen, there's a place for telemarketing in the fundraising world, but that's certainly not what I'm about. I'm about building relationships between donors and organizations that have a mission match. So if a donor feels passionately about a cause, helping that donor find that organization and vice versa so that together they can make the world a place. The donor can't do it by themselves and the organization can't do it by themselves. They need each other to make them to accomplish the mission. And so um, I, I love the relationship building aspect of that and the idea that we are solving some of the world's biggest challenges or at least confronting them head on. Um, how did I get into it? So I always knew that I wanted to work in the nonprofit space. When I was in college, I lived at something called the Community Service House. Uh, I went to graduate school for a master's degree in nonprofit management. And so I've, I've always known that I wanted to be in this space. However, uh, I got my first fundraising job when I was in graduate school at a domestic violence shelter because I thought, I would need to know some fundraising to work in the nonprofit space. Well, amazingly, I fell in love with it, and <laughs> that's how I got into it. Um, most people don't grow up dreaming of a career in fundraising. You're right about that. Yeah, fantastic. Amy, what is your superpower? I think my superpower is being able to break down fundraising which can be really complicated and overwhelming into very specific, concrete, doable tasks. Um, when I'm out speaking, I do a lot of speaking and training at nonprofit conferences. I do facilitate a lot of nonprofit board retreats. And over and over, I'm told by my audience members or participants that for the first time, fundraising doesn't seem scary. It's clear, it's achievable, manageable. Um, so I, I would say that's my superpower. Oh, fantastic. Well, Amy, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Before you go, would you take just a moment to tell people how they can learn more about your work and your, your online course and all the things that you're doing, your books, and how they can connect with you personally? Yeah, that would be great. Thank you. So if people are considering a capital campaign, I want them to go to capitalcampaigntoolkit.com. And there we are giving away either a free step-by-step -step guide to your entire campaign and or a free campaign strategy session. So that's the first stop for anybody interested in a capital campaign. Um, if you want weekly fundraising tips, mostly around major gifts and learning how to raise major gifts, um, then the stop would be my website, which is amyeisenstein.com. Fantastic. Well, Amy, thank you so much for being with us today. We wish you every success in helping nonprofits confront and solve, ultimately, the world's biggest problems. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for having me. All righty. Let's do some good. A Caring Crowd. We believe everyone has the power to make a difference. Through our crowdfunding platform for community health, we empower passionate people to drive real change. Whether you work for a nonprofit organization 
volunteer, or want to get involved for the first time, you can post a campaign on Caring Crowd. Join us, because caring is where change begins. Thank you for listening. Devonthorpe's mission is to end extreme poverty, improve global health, and mitigate climate change before 2045 by finding and sharing the stories of those who are doing the most good. You can join with other listeners to accelerate Devon's mission by visiting helpdevon.org right now.